0: So the title of this message today, remember, remember, you're blessed. Remember, you're blessed. Sometimes they're going to, because I know stuff happens to everybody. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> and, and so you need to remind yourself, hey, I'm blessed. It may not look it, but it looks change. And it's not going to stay that way. So our bedrock truths: number one, God cannot lie. Because remember, you're blessed. His word is true. We can trust him. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. As he is, so are we. And God is for us, so, and he's not against us. So remember, you are blessed. So the word remembrance, I had to look it up because it's, it's good. Remembrance means making present the past, which can never remain merely past, but it comes effective in the present. Your remembrance of what God did for you or the good things that have happened to you affect your present situation. If things are looking bad and you, look, and you start to remember, hey, I remember when God healed me out of that before, or he dug me out of that pit before, what's that going to do to your present? Oh, I'm walking through it. I'm not staying in it. Right? So when you remember, it's, what's, what's that going to do for you? It's going to propel you forward through the stuff. And there's stuff that hits each and every one. Everybody's going through stuff. My goodness, you talk to people. What are you? I don't want to. Can you imagine? So what are you going through? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one better than that. Glory to God. Right? No, no. But we just go through. So making present the past, which can never remain merely past, but it becomes effective in the present. And, you know, I was thinking about that word effective. We, we you know, pastors have been teaching on that in Philip Magnon. Verse (laughs) 6, Philemon, for those of you, all right, praise the Lord, that went well, (laughs) didn't it? Man, you hear them crickets? Glory to God. Philemon, verse 6, it says that the communication of your faith may become effectual by acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Doesn't that sound like remembrance? When you begin to acknowledge, what are you doing? I remember. Jesus even said during communion, do this in remembrance of me. So there's a lot to do with remembrance. Um, One of only three passion translations. uh, And it says, (laughs) this is one. I pray for you that the faith we share may effectively deepen your understanding of every good thing that belongs to you. There's good things that belong to you. But if we don't stir that up on the inside of us, it's going to slip. And we don't want nothing good slipping through our fingers. I want everything good. Amen. Amen. There's nothing worse. I remember going to a, a you know, a, <laughs> there's this barbecue in, in, uh, uh, in, in Fort Worth, in, in Dallas. Heartache barbecue. And they have these, I missed it the first time, but I remembered the second time. They had these... Um, They were bacon wrapped shrimp that were smoked.
1: And chicken breast bacon wrapped
0: smoked. And but because I saw the brisket and and I saw all this other stuff, I I missed that. And and so I heard about it the, the next that night. And I thought, ooh, next time I go, I am going to acknowledge every good thing. And I hit that first. That's what I did. I acknowledged that. So you acknowledge that stuff. But anyways, he says, um, and the passion, I pray that for you that the faith we share may effectively deepen your understanding, effectively deepen your understanding of every good thing that belongs to you. There is so much in this Bible. Oh my goodness, everything belongs to you. So you might as well take it. Why, why, why have somebody else take your stuff? Uh-uh. No, no, no. We wouldn't do that in the natural, so why should we do it in the, in the spiritual, right? Right? Hmm. Joy just got a brand new barbecue. I'm sure somebody's going to come up there and take it. And he's going to just go, oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> no. No, he'll be showing them some of his greatest hits. <laughs> and if they get up after that, you'll hit them some more. Praise the Lord. So let's go to Genesis chapter 1, please. Verse 26. Yeah. Woo! Let's get started. Get this party started. I want to thank you guys that are watching us live and and live stream. Thank you. Just thank you. You didn't have to turn us on, but you did. So thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Genesis 126. Uh, King James, and God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, and we've seen some creeping things around there these days, right? Uh, Verse 27, so God created man in his own image, In the image of God created he, him, male and female, created he, them. Verse 28, and God blessed them. God blessed them. And, we, you know, even when we're talking about our bedrock truths, God cannot lie. He says that He's he blessed them, man, us, right? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He blessed them then. He blessed them today. He's going to bless us tomorrow. Right. As he is, so are we. Right now, he's blessed. So are we. God is for us and not against us. That means the blessing is what? It is for us. And that blessing is working for us. And so it says, and God blessed them. God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion. Isn't there a lot of ands in there? It's just building some blocks, right? And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. So I looked up the word dominion and um in the Hebrew, it's ra-da, R-A-W-D-A-W. It means to reign, to uh, make, to rule, to rule over. Uh, in the Hebrew lexicon, it means to have dominion or to, have, or to dominate. Now, that, so we're supposed to be dominating our circumstances. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're supposed to be dominating our circumstances. We're supposed to be dominating creeps. A lot of, a lot of circumstances creep in on us. Right. Uh, Dictionary dot com says uh, dominion means control and synonyms. This is cool (laughs) for dominion means to have supremacy, to have dominance, to have domination, superiority, authority, mastery, control, command, power, rule, government, jurisdiction, lordship, leadership, influence to have the edge. We're supposed to have the edge in every situation that we're in. Amen. Amen. To have the advantage and like this one, to have the upper hand, the upper hand, not the lower hand, not the back hand, the upper hand, which means what we win. win. We're blessed. So Genesis 12 verses one to three, King James. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Abram, get out, (laughs) get
1: out.
0: Get out of your country, from your kindred, from your father's house, up into a land that I will show you. And verse 2, I'll make of you a great nation. I will bless you. I'm going to make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. You ever notice on those basketballs that are all over the world, the name that's on there?
1: Wilson. Made my name great. I'm just saying.
0: All right. (laughs) All right. Tomorrow. You guys are so deep, right? (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) Does that that provoke you to jealousy? Are you envious? (laughs) (laughs) He said, uh, um, uh, Genesis 12, verse 2, I'll make of you a great nation. I'll bless you and make your name great. You shall be a blessing. And verse 3, I will bless them that bless you. I'm going to curse them that curse you. And in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Well, we're in him. So, again, remember, you're blessed. We're blessed. In the message, uh, verse 2, it says, I'll make a great nation. I'll make you a great nation. I will bless you. I'll make you famous. I like that. He wants to make you famous. You'll be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you. Those you, <laughs> those who curse you, I'll curse. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. We got backup. Do not mess with us. All Our daddy will get you. Do not mess with us. <laughs> those who curse you, I'll curse you. See, he takes that kind of personal. Don't mess with God's kids. Right. And that goes for us, too. We can't be, we, come on now, we can't be cursing one another. <laughs> it doesn't say that um, those who curse you, I'll curse. It doesn't say those that are not saved that curse you, he'll curse. Right. Come on now. Those who curse you. Right. That's why we can't be cursing one another. That's why we got to be loving one another. We, won't, we don't want the, that, that would be the backside of the blessing, is a curse. You don't want that. Uh Uh-uh, so don't do that. In the Living Bible, it says the entire world will be blessed because of you. The entire world. When you think about that, your entire world, your microcosm, the world that you live in and the people around you are blessed because you're in it. Because you carry the blessing. They may not know it, but they, they know the effects of it. How is that? When you come around them, they feel better. Right? It says the blessing of the Lord makes rich. It's not just talking about monetary. It, he's, he's talking about, man, I feel good around you. Why are you? Man, you make me laugh. You make me smile. I was feeling down in the dumps. Now I don't feel like that anymore. What is that? That's the blessing working in you. Yeah. People like you, and they don't know why they like you.
1: <laughs> Amen. Right? Well, that's the blessing.
0: Come on. People want to give you money, and they don't know why. That's because this is just a blessing. I don't know why. I don't even like it. Here, take this money. <laughs> Come on now. If you don't get your faith out there, it ain't going to happen. But hey, 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 hey. People are looking to give me money. Oh yeah. Happens to me all the time. Come on now. <laughs> So Webster's Dictionary, 1828, the word blessed means happiness, favor, prosperity, and success have been pronounced upon you. That word pronounced means spoken, uttered, declared, or to confer. Now, I had to look up the word confer because it's, (laughs) what's it there for, right? (laughs) But it means to express the grant of favors, to express the grant of benefits and privileges to be enjoyed, or rights which are to be Permanent, which means what we can say is I'm permanently blessed and I'm presently blessed. I'm permanently blessed going forward, but I'm presently, right now, I'm blessed. Why? I've been
1: conferred. I've been conferred.
0: Hallelujah. Come on. Remember, you're blessed. All the faith. So when you because you start you start certain ah, you start stirring yourself up that the both the favor of God being on you, doors open and no man can close. What's gonna happen? Your expectation just starts to rise. And the, the blessing of the Lord that's on you and in you starts to like those little old percolators, right? And just starts percolating and you just start bubbling over, right? And then all of a sudden everywhere you go, you just bubble over. And you didn't even have to stir it up. You just be yourself. You just, you just be. Just show up. I go to, I, I walk into um, Starbucks, the one over on uh, um, Penhorn. And it's like, I don't know if you guys used to watch Cheers back in the day when Norm walked in. Norm! Well, I get that on. Paul! Paul's here! Paul's here! Well, how did I get that? Just going and being an idiot? No. I go in there and I, I have fun with everybody, yeah, yeah. right? Why? Because I go in there, I change the atmosphere. Yeah. And re- when you know that when you, wherever you go, you change atmospheres, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. Mm. It's
0: true. It's true. Uh, let's go to Genesis chapter 22, verse 16. King James, King of
1: James King James,
0: and said by, uh, by myself, I have sworn, says the Lord, for because you have done this thing, I have not withhold your son, your only son, talking about Isaac, that in blessing I will bless you, and in multiplying I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and your seed shall possess the gates of his enemies, and in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? Because you have obeyed my voice. Well, we obey the voice of the Lord to the best of our ability, don't we? Does that, mean, does that not mean we qualify? Amen, we do. We do. New Living says um, in verse 17, I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number. Like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies, and through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. Come on. Let's go to Numbers chapter 23, please. Numbers 23, and this is is in the King James. Told you I'm not going to the Passion much, but I will hit it. Just because I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) Numbers 23, verse 16. And the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his
1: mouth. God put a word in his mouth. When we say, Lord, we open our mouths and and we, you know, fill it.
0: You fill our mouths with good, Lord. Lord. And Lord put a word in his mouth and said, go again unto Balak and say this. And, uh, and, he, and, he, and he said, this is what you're going to say. Verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Come on. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he <laughs> Has he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken? Shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless. And he has... Past tense, blessed already, and I cannot reverse it. He can't reverse it. The blessing is out there. It cannot be reversed. New Living, verse 19. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human. <laughs> I like that. Come on. Yeah, come on. People say, oh, I'm only human. Yeah, well, God's not. God's not. He's not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Somebody. No, no. No, thank you. (laughs) Has he ever promised to not
1: carry it through? Listen, I've received
0: the command to bless. God has blessed and I cannot reverse it. Yeah, but I've been cursed. Really? Well, let's deal with that. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 26, please.
1: You cannot curse what God has blessed. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm. Nope, nope, nope. Proverbs 26, 2. As a bird
0: by wandering, as a swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. It cannot come. Uh, New Living, it says, um, like a fluttering sparrow or darting swallow, an undeserved curse will not land on its intended victim. An undeserved curse. Living Bible says, the undeserved curse has no effect. It has no effect. Its intended victim will be no more harmed by it than by a sparrow or a swallow flitting through the sky. Passion. Listen to this. Um, an undeserved curse will be powerless to harm you. It may flutter over you like a bird, but it will find no place to land. And it says there, there is an implication in some Hebrew manuscripts that the curse will go back and land on, its, on the one who wrongly spoke it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on now. Yeah. So what happens? They go to curse you. They end up cursing themselves. Right. Back at you. Back back. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> Numbers 23, 20, and the message says, I was brought here to bless, and now he's blessed. How can I change that? You cannot change the blessing of God.
1: You can, you know, you can refuse to act on it.
0: Go without. Have fun. But uh, no. Let's go to uh, Psalms 34, please. Verse 1, King James. That was only two passions. And that's <laughs> only two.
1: All right. <laughs> Psalms
0: 34, bless, uh, verse 1. I will, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Continual. Praise continual. My soul, my mind, my will, and my emotions shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of and be glad. See, when we start boasting in the Lord, the humble, the people that don't know him are going to be glad because you got some good news. Come on, Jesus went about doing what? Good and healing all? That sounds like good news to me, right? It says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. When you magnify the Lord over your circumstances, God becomes bigger and your circumstances become smaller. I remember Joel Osteen said, that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% on how you deal with it. So if you know that you're blessed and you remember the fact, hey, I'm blessed when the situation happens because it happens to all of us, you're going to know, oh, yeah, God saw me through that. God will see me through this. Amen. He cannot lie, cannot lie. right? He's, he's given the command to bless. Yeah. Amen. So it says, verse 3, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Verse 4, I sought the Lord, and he heard me. He hears you. When you diligently seek him, seek him, not whine at him, but seek him, right? It says, he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. The, you know, who is that? Job, the, great, the thing I feared the most has come upon me? Well, there's deliverance for that. One hundred percent. People that are walking around, you know, with the, the the whole COVID thing, they're in such fear. But we're so blessed we can get around them and dispel that fear. Right? Good word, kind words, smiles. Smiles everyone. Smiles. Uh-huh. Verse five. They looked unto him, and and they were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. See, when we show up, people get lightened. Why? Because we're lit. We're, we are. We're lit up. You can tell uh, You know. You, you you can see when a, a Christian's fired up because there's a light on the inside of them that just they, they kind of glow, right? And then when they're yeah, and you can tell when a Christian's going through stuff because they look gray. Like there's a grayness about their countenance, and and it's just like, oh my goodness, you need to be lit. Come here, let me help you. Let me fire you up. Yeah, but well, we used to light one up in the in the old days. So now we light each other up, right? Come on now, that's what we do. Light it up. Verse 6, this poor man cried, the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. <laughs> all of them. Verse 7, the angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him and delivers them. Take your deliverance from your angels. You heard what Pastor Bightley was talking about angels. There's deliverance in that. And verse 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed. Is a man the woman that trusts in him? Fear ye the Lord, ye saints, for there is no want to those that fear him, that reverence him. Not it's not talking about cowering and getting all weak and and no, no, you want to slap that? You you know, because these people do this false fear. I'm so afraid of the Lord.
1: You don't know him. You don't know him. He's a loving father. He loves you to pieces. Mm.
0: So, (laughs) verse 10, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. So, we seek the Lord, and what do we want? Nothing. Why? In him. Is all things. All things. (laughs) God is good. He can't help himself, right? (laughs) Remember that you are blessed. The greater one is living on the inside of you. And he wants to bust out. He wants to bust out. Hallelujah. Genesis 28, verses 1 to 4. New Living Translation. We'll hit that one for a minute. So... Isaac called for Jacob, and he blessed him. There's a whole lot of blessings going on. In the Old Testament, they're always blessing their kids. God is always blessing his kids, too. And so we speak blessings over our children and over our children's children, right? And then the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, as they come, and the future ones, to come. Why? Because it's, <laughs> it works. It's generational. So <laughs> Isaac called for Jacob, blessed him, and said, You must not marry any of these Canaanite women. Instead, go at once to pan, Pandanaram to the house of your grandfather Bethuel and marry one of your uncle Laban's daughters. May God Almighty bless you. Give you many children. May your descendants multiply. Become many nations. May God pass on to you and to your descendants the blessing he promised to Abraham. May you own this land where you are now living as a foreigner, for God gave this land to Abraham. The blessing. I don't, like, for, for those of you that are grandparents, when you've had a chance, and both of my grandkids, I had a chance to do it, and, and the Spirit of the Lord just came on me strong when I'm holding them, and I pronounce the blessing on them it sets them up for life. So when you get these little kids in your arms and you pronounce the blessing on them, it's for life. And no matter where they go, there's a, now there's been a GPS, a God's positioning system, placed on the inside of them so they can go as far over here that they want, but eventually they're going to come right back to where they're supposed to be. I've seen it. Seen it good. Genesis 39, two to five, King James, verse two, Genesis 39, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So it doesn't matter where you are. The blessing will follow you and show up wherever you are. Now he, Joseph is in a, uh, working, for his, he's working as a slave for his master, the Egyptian. His master saw all, that the Lord was with him. What did he see? He saw that the Lord was with
1: him. What did he see? He saw the blessing.
0: Well, what was it? Everything he touched happened. All the good things came his way. Favor started coming. You know, they say that you know that uh, uh, Joseph ended up running the jail. He he just everywhere he went, he's like a cork. He always popped to the top. It says, Master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Everything he touched, he prospered. Well, the same blessing hasn't changed. God blessed us. Remember, you're blessed. So remember and get that, like, start, like sew that into you. Thank you, Lord. Everything I touch is blessed today. And then you just go up to people and touch them on the arm. Thank you, Lord. Everything I touch is blessed So are you. (laughs) It works. It really does. So it says the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Verse 4 Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him. And, made him, and he made him overseer of his, whole, of his house and all that he put into his hand. Verse 5, it came to pass from the time that he made him the overseer in his house and over all the land that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The Lord will bless the place where you work for your sake. There will be no company shutdowns for your sake because you're blessed. It's true. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. I mean, come on, that that blessing just went whoosh. And everybody that was connected with him in that house got blessed. People working in the fields got blessed. Come on, the cattle probably got blessed, which means they had more cattle. Right? (laughs) Genesis 15, verses 5 and 6 King James, and he, the Lord, brought Abraham forth abroad, and and he said, look now towards heaven and and count the stars, if if you're able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall your seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. What did he do? What all did he have to do? He had one thing to do. Believe God. Believe God. Believe that he is. And then believe the rest of it, and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We qualify. New Living says in verse 6: Abraham believed, Abram, sorry, believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. Because of his faith. We're faithful people here. Come on, it's Thursday night, we're here, right? Why are we here? We want to learn more about him, we want to experience him. We want to, you know, we want to be in his presence. We want to, uh, you know, we want to praise him. We want to worship him. We want to do everything for him. Why? The more we get of him, the more he wants to give of him. Give us of him. Yeah, and he does. Genesis 17, King James, verse 5. I like this. Neither uh, shall your name be any more, be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations I have made you. God called you. God called him this. And I will make you exceeding fruitful. I will make nations of you. Kings shall come out of you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your seed after you in their generations as an everlasting covenant. Everlasting. It means it doesn't quit. There's no end to be a God unto you and to your seed after you. That's us. So Galatians, you know where we're going. Galatians
1: chapter three, verse six, King James.
0: Remember, you're blessed, even as God believed, uh, even as Abraham believed God and was counted unto him for righteousness. Verse seven. Know you therefore, know ye therefore, that they which are of faith, us. The same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So, verse 9, Then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. We have the faith to believe it, don't we? Amen. Well, that means that we're of the same faith of Abraham. Well, if we have the same faith as Abraham... We have the blessing of Abraham. We can expect the blessing of Abraham. And we read earlier all the blessings that happened through Abraham because Abraham was who he was. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Curse causeless. It can't happen. Why? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on a tree, See where it says colon? I remember this from, um, oh, what is his name? Frederick K. C. Price. Remember this years ago. That colon means so. And if you put so there, it helps you to understand that line. Because it says, Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. See that, he had to be cursed so that we can be blessed. Right, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Um, listen to this message: Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating cursed life by absorbing it completely into Himself. He absorbed it, and you could see that. Like you know, you hear all the um, all the different um, people that were talking about Jesus, what happened to Him when He was hanging on the cross. And how all of these curses came, everything just came on. He absorbed all of that. And I thought, wow, what a word. Absorbing it completely into himself. Do you remember the scripture that says, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree? Well, that's what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross. He became a curse. And at the same time, dissolved the curse. So he became and he dissolved. It's so cool. He said, I'm going to take it and I'm going to dissolve it. Dispersed. Boom. And now... And now, and now, worldwide, he says, and now, I love this, because of that, the air is cleared. We can see that Abraham's blessing is present and available for non-Jews too. We are all able to receive God's life, his spirit, in and with us by believing just the way Abraham received it.
1: Boom! Boom. Remember. Remember. Remember.
0: Jesus prays for us in John 17, uh, verses 20 to 23. um, Passion. This is number three.
1: (laughs) I only did three. I held back.
0: Jesus, it says that Jesus prays for you. I'm going to pray this over you. And, and come on now. We know that everything that God says comes to pass. And everything Jesus said says comes to pass, right? So take this for yourselves. And I ask not only for these d- disciples, but also for those who will one day believe in me through their message I pray for them all to be joined together as one. And as a sidebar, it says, Jesus prayed for the birth of the church made up of Jewish and non-Jewish believers, even as you and I, Father, are joined in together as one. I love that. I pray for them to become one with us, one with us, so that the world will recognize that you sent me. For the very glory that you've given me, I have given them so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. I like this. There's a side note that came with it. It says, it is important to note that the key to unity among believers is experiencing the glory of God that Jesus has imparted to us, right? We need to experience his glory daily, daily, As one with God through faith in Christ, he shares his glory with us since we are not another, but we have been made one with the triune God through the blood of Jesus. I love that. Now Jesus goes back and says, you live fully in me. Now I live fully in them. He lives fully in us. What is he saying? He's in us in his fullness.
1: That's pretty cool. He says, now I live fully
0: in them, so they will... Experience perfect unity. And in the Aramaic, it says they're going to shrink into one. Perfect unity. Shrink. So it's going to be like him and I, you and him, shrinking together so that they're just one. And I thought, ooh, that's good. That's good. That's unity, right? What are they saying? Oneness. Oneness. And the world will be convinced that you've sent me, for they will remember that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have for me. Remembrance, making present the past, which can never remain merely past, but it becomes effective in the present. So Jesus said that over us. He pronounced, he released, he set forth the blessing in our lives, right? What did he do? He just kept on, he perpetuated it, kept it going. Now, um, <laughs> last two verses, Proverbs nineteen twenty three, NIV. There's a good one for you to find. Proverbs nineteen twenty three. It says, "The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble, untouched by trouble." What is he saying? We're untouchable. You can't touch us. You know the song? Can't touch us. (laughs) Look at all your. Everybody's going. (laughs) 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 No, we got rid of those old baggy gym pants, didn't we, Joe? We used to wear them. We used to wear them. Praise the Lord. We've been delivered. Glory. <laughs> Last verse, Deuteronomy 28, verse 8, in the King James Version, it says, The Lord shall command the blessing on you. If God is going to command something, come on, he said, Light be, light still is.
1: Light
0: be. Right? Well, he's commanded the blessing, the blessing still is. It's perpetual. Just like light, light does not stop, it just keeps going. That blessing that has been... He said he commanded it. God commanded light of the darkness. And when God commands something, he's not, he didn't stutter. He didn't stutter. He said that he shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouses, bank accounts, and all that you set your hand to, and he shall bless you in the land which the Lord your God gave you. Well, that's right where you are right now. Expect to be blessed. Therefore... I wrote this. No evil befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. For you, Lord, have given your angels charge over us. They keep us in all of our ways, and our pathway is life, healing, health. Our body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, we can have complete immunity from all the works of Satan today. We are untouchable. Everything is going to be all right in the household of faith. Why? Because we are the blessed of the Lord. Amen. Men, so be it. So be blessed. Be blessed. You're watching us at home. Be blessed. The blessing is working. It hasn't stopped. We just need to acknowledge every good thing in him and in us. He's looking at us going, you good thing. Look at you, you good thing. Uh huh. You're untouchable. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your blessing, Lord. We thank you that, uh, um, that your word brings light. And, and we thank you, Lord, that we believe that we receive this today. In Jesus' name. And we call everybody, under the sound of my voice, blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord.